Welcome to episode 34 of the Dudes Spake and Dudes podcast. This is not a podcast about the 2020 election, and thank God, but vote. And this is not a podcast about all the movies you're not going to see this year because they've been canceled. This is a podcast about dudes who are spanking other dudes and dudes who are being spanked by other dudes. And this podcast is being hosted by two dudes. Hey, this is James from South Spanking. Hey, James, welcome. And this, of course, is Scott, also known as either Red Spake Scott or Hotbot Scott. Uh, first of all, thank you, James, uh, for being on the podcast. This is your first time being on here. Uh, tell folks just a little bit about yourself and your relationship to the spanking community. Okay. Uh, well, I've been a member of the community most of my life. Um, it's something I hold dear to my heart. And I own the social network South Spanking. Um, yes, and you are you you live here in America, but uh, as people might be able to tell from your accent, you are from <laughs> Scotland. I am indeed. That's where I um, I originated from. I moved to Arizona uh, around about seven years ago, um, but I've been coming back and forward a total of twelve years, I think. Um, but I love it here. We got the sun. Yes, just, <laughs> you know. And there's a lot of spanking going on. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Although honestly, the reputation I hear is like there's there's a lot more. Well, not necessarily spanking, but definitely a lot of caning. But uh, the discipline scene in the UK is is just as strong as it is here in America. It it is. Um, I think it's there are subtle differences. Um, oh yes. It's a little bit more formal at yes. times. I think in the UK, um, they prefer a lot of the. Um, dressing up as schoolboy type thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, by any means. <laughs> yeah, I still have on my list of of topics an episode focusing on UK's discipline culture. Right. Uh, so, but uh, for now, um, before we get into uh, today's podcast, I have some sad news to share with the community um, and for people who listen to the podcast. Um, uh, you may know him from the podcast as uh, Big Daddy Vegas. Um, he's known in the community uh, by a lot of other names, Daddy Frank. Uh, he's He was on South Spanking as Coach Frank, um, uh, and he's a friend of mine. Um, he has just passed away uh, recently. He um, This is not a COVID-related uh, death. Um, he was uh, – earlier this year, he was diagnosed with bulbar ALS, um, which which most people might know as Lou Gehrig's disease, um, an extremely serious and rare degenerative nerve disorder that pretty much always ends in death. Um, so he had been he communicated with a lot of his friends, including me, um, uh, when he was diagnosed uh, much earlier this year. Um, I had really kind of hoped that. Um, when we got out of this coronavirus lockdown situation that we would be able to hold a big sort of spanking party for him um, so he could still, you know, have fun while he was still able to do so. Um, but unfortunately, it uh, progressed very quickly. Um, uh, this, on the positive side, I, I, I mean, it's weird to say things like that, but um, he was still he did still I know from communicating with him uh occasionally offline that he was still finding to find ways to um, engage in some spanking play during all of this safely. Um, and uh, I communicated with a, 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 someone with who, who had uh, been 
in communication with him and, and you know, was very close with him, a partner who, who fell in love with him. Um, and I asked him what people should know about him. And uh, his response was, I want people to know that he was a beautiful, loving, caring, patient, strong man who made me feel things I had truly given up on ever feeling in my life. Uh, he was a veteran and a hero. Um, so uh, if anyone wants to um, listen who hasn't heard the episodes, he was on episodes 13, 14, and 16. So, yeah, he was a good friend of mine. Um, I know him from coming to – I first met him when he came out to the Los Angeles parties. Um, he would go to the Badass Weekend parties in Georgia, and he was at our first hot seat retreat here in Palm Springs. And um, he, he will be dearly missed in the community. So rest in peace, Frank. Yeah. And so uh, with that, he was, like I said, he was on, he was on South Spanking um, as uh, Coach Frank. And my last communication with him was him welcoming me when I finally joined South Spanking recently. So, so uh, James, uh, I wanted to have you on here to talk about your site a little bit. I only recently, since I started the podcast, the podcast has been around for a few years, and I would periodically hear from people about your site, about South Spanking, and I kept making mental notes to join, and it kept slipping my mind. Um, and so I finally did, and was you know really kind of amazed at uh, at this this social media community for guys into spanking. So um, I asked James if he wanted to be here on the podcast to talk about it. So so this starts with basics. What is South spanking, and how people how can people get to it? Um, just before we dive into that Scott I just wanted to say that you know Coach Frank um, will definitely be missed on the site and there have been so many positive posts in the last couple of days um, commemorating his memory and it's quite amazing that the volume of people that are speaking up so I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, yes definitely. And um, yeah so South Spanking um, it's a it's a social network specifically for dude spanking dudes that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a self selfspaking dot com is very easy to remember. It is, and if you want the direct link and you want to miss out the little warnings, you go to selfspanking dot com slash groups, and and that will take you to a direct page that you can sign up or log in. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about how it got started. Oh boy, it's a long story. <laughs> that, that's the first thing I'll say. This started way back, um, maybe 14, 15 years ago, I guess. Um, this is when I was quite young at the time and on Yahoo groups. And uh, I was a member of this particular group. Uh, I was a moderator. Uh, it was called South Banking Dad and Son at the time. Mm -hmm. um, it did change names several times until eventually it was just called South Banking. Um, at one point, I realized that Yahoo just wasn't cutting it. We were at the point where it was just a mail list. And I made the decision that we're going to take South Spanking and we're going to do something interesting with it. We're going to provide something unique, interesting, and a way for the guys to really communicate and interact with one another. And um, that's when SouthSpanking.com uh, was really born. Um, even in the early days, though, it was just a little forum. And it just started developing month after month um, as I learned more and more 
about how they set up servers, uh, how they installed scripts, and um, actually trying to find um, the correct material that would engage people and that I thought that people would really enjoy. And then, um, you know, all these years later, we're here. We've got quite a thriving community. Uh, I think we've got something like 4,000, just over 4,000 guys uh, as members on there. Uh, there's about three and a half thousand videos and almost a hundred thousand images on the site but that's just content the most appealing thing is that you can interact with one another you can really engage and you can follow people just like you can on a lot of social networks um but just to point out we're closed we don't connect anywhere else this is just a social network for guys spanking guys or dudes spanking dudes that's yeah. what it's one of the reasons I kind of feel a little bit dumb about not discovering self-spaking earlier um, was because I had gotten very involved on Tumblr and, you know, which had was a, a great resource for spaking art, um, spaking images, spake in sharing spaking videos and following each other, doing all of the stuff. And then a few years ago, Tumblr changed owners. Um, you know, it's now being owned by a, a, Verizon, I think, uh, at this point, and they decided no more porn, um, which is a really, really dumb decision. But it, 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 Tumblr wasn't making money then, even with all the porn, and it's certainly not making any now. So no more adult images, no more nudity. And it just destroyed it. And it was very disappointing because there was no longer uh, – or I thought there was no longer an easy way for people to share with each other you know, spaking imagery and videos and that sort of thing. And then it turns out, you know, now that I just now recently in September discovered self-spaking, now I feel dumb for not knowing that you were here all along because everything that we've lost from Tumblr is on self-spanking. Yeah, and part, partly um, I guess I'm to blame in, in some respect in that I don't really advertise. I don't, you know, it relies on word of mouth, to be honest with you. Um, I don't actively go out and, and promote it. Um, you know, the guys just come. <laughs> That's just the way it's been working. Yeah, and you kind of, this is sort of a one-man band. And that's like the other thing, the other challenge, because I know, you know, Jaden um, from WAPS, who who developed this this hookup app for, for, uh, for mobile phones and, you know, and the website and he does it all. And it's just an incredible amount of work. And I imagine the same is true for this. It is. Um, unlike a lot of servers or a lot of um, systems, um, I do all the server work myself from commissioning the server through to the maintenance, the upkeep, firewalls, everything. That's all down to me. Um, I am fortunate in that we do have uh, moderators and admins on the back end and they kind of look after the site for me that way and that allows me to concentrate on the technical stuff and there's a lot of technical stuff yeah <laughs> yeah you have a you have a lot of features um there that kind of surprised me you know a lot of like um uh the it is very much and it, it really is kind of facebook like which is not a criticism no, and, and, you know, I kind of thought that myself, um, but I wanted to try and make the features more unique, um, you know, um, for the guys. Hmm. And I went through a phase, honestly, it was a crazy phase, 
of where I was getting apps, installing the apps, and finding out, well, no, people don't like this. <laughs> you know, this doesn't work. And we had so many features at one point, it was badly fragmented. Um, it really didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so we scaled it all back, and we just put the most important features on there um, that we know the guys will enjoy. So, for example, we have the videos, obviously. We have the photos. Um, you can create your own blog. You can also create your own group. Um, you can customize your own profile. Um, we obviously have a chat bar and a private messaging system, and that's all internal. It does not connect, um, as I said, to any other network, not Facebook, nothing. It's all internal. Uh, and that's really just for your privacy more than anything, because uh, the last thing we want is you know someone accidentally posting South Banking stuff, and it shows up on the Facebook feed. So, no, we're not going to allow that. And you don't collect information either, which is, um, I guess, when we were discussing this, and I made a realization. So, you do not store things like you don't store people's passwords. You know, no. um, I mean, the the password is an encrypted database, if you like. Um, I can't see what the passwords are, um, and I wouldn't want to. uh, But the point of it is, there is no email. At all. It just doesn't do it. And that's done on purpose. Uh, again, the last thing you might want is an email from SouthBanking.com in your mailbox. And that can happen, you know, it can happen accidentally. It happens. Um, but it's there for your privacy, just in case things go wrong. It, you know, it kind of mitigates the, the chances of that happening in a big way. Um, the downside of that is if you forget your password, you're pretty stuffed. Yes, that's, that was the thing. Fortunately, like, so I um, I saved, I, I don't have my password saved separately, but fortunately I have, I used my browser. My browser has a tool to save passwords. So my browser knows it, but I don't. <laughs> right. And, it, you know, it does sound, it, you know, sitting thinking about it, I'm pretty sure, um, it has been an issue in the past. I know it has because I've personally reset them. And normally what happens is guys get to know each other and one of the other members will come on and say, hey, so-and-so's forgot the password. Can you help? And we'll go help that out. Um, but moving forward, we're prob- I'm probably going to put an internal kind of report feature that will allow you to report you've lost your password and um, provide some information together with a secure email address that you verify we can send an email to for one time only. And we'll kind of try and work around it that way because it is an issue. People, I forget passwords all the time. You know, you've got so many banking passwords and site passwords and you can't always use the same one because they all have different requirements. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one's seven characters, one's eight. Yeah. One, you have to have a capital. You know, it's crazy stuff. But, yeah, I do recognize that that is an issue. Um, so we're kind of going to look at that and see if we can come up with a, a resolution. <laughs> yeah. So um, you you are actually working on some new features that are going to be launching soon? We are. And I actually tried an upgrade um, yesterday, but last night, my time, and um, it kind of failed, unfortunately. Um, so I'll be giving that another go once I look at the logs and find out what happened. Um, however, uh, we're going to be much more mobile friendly. Um, a lot of the features that are available on the desktop version, you will have available on Android and on um, Apple. 
and you can download that from the Google Play Store or the Android Store. It's not a white label solution, really, um, because it will be branded with the script authors, but it will allow you to access and, and, and you know, uh, get access to all the features that we do have on your yeah. tablet. Yeah, it is kind of a challenge. I know this, again, bringing up Jaden from WAPS. Again, Apple is very restrictive about what it allows to be an app, and um, and it took Jaden a long time to to get on there and has to do a lot of work to conceal adult images so that they don't show up in the app It's um, unless people deliberately share it with each other. So your South mm. Banking can't be an app. On, on you know on the Apple Store it just can't exactly um, there is something that I'm looking at and it's a kind of a hybrid app um, it's not available on either Google Play or um, on the Apple Store but you can download it to your iPhone or your Android system and it gives you the same type of uh, features and not hundred percent but maybe ninety percent um, that's something that I'm actively looking at at the moment. It might be an option going further forward, but I haven't made a decision on that yet. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's great that, you know, that this is I'm very, very happy that this place exists. And I, again, I feel really, really, really dumb for not going to it, you know, and, and not being part of it for a, a long time. But like when like you had talked about earlier about the Yahoo groups and I was familiar with that Yahoo group. And since I wasn't really into the dads and sons play dynamic. I never joined it. I mean, I knew it was out there. I was joined. I, you know, I joined a more typical male, like M underscore M spanking, you know, group. And that kind of like directed me to a, a bunch of other places. And so I, I was never aware that this had transitioned into a more general spanking community until the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, and oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. Yeah. And, uh, forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, so I, I'm looking at it right now. As a matter of fact, I have the page open, so it does have sort of a feed, um, yes. and uh, which could both be, you know, which could be customized by you. You can follow people, and their stuff will, you know, show up in your feed. But there's a main page feed, and um, I'm seeing lots of pictures of, you know, just guys with hot butts, guys showing their own spanked butts. Um, you know, videos, uh, clips of guys who have been getting uh, of guys getting spanked, you know, stories, um, just people asking questions, sharing stuff. I had um, um, so after I found out about um, Frank's passing, I had posted um, on my page about about uh, Frank's death and got a lot of responses from the community, from people who knew him Um and uh, yeah, so it was very much like on on Facebook. If you were to post about something happening to you or your friend, you know, and, and people commenting, so I got to see a, a, there are about you know twenty comments from people who knew Frank and uh, you know remembering the kind of guy he was. Um, so it's become a place to, you know, it is a place where you can chat up and and hook up, you know, arrange for hookups or, or do some spanking role playing and chat with each other um, because there are these chat windows, but it's also just a place to feel like you are part of a spanking community. And it is. And the other thing is it's not for everyone. You know, I, I know that um, yeah. a lot of people like, love it 
because it offers you the, t- the same type of Facebook or social network feeling. Yeah. And a lot of people don't. Um, and that's fine. You know, it's whatever you, you like. That's what matters. Um, but we just try to appeal uh, to the mass, or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to be trying. We're trying to be modern, updated, and we're trying to appeal yeah, basically um, to keep everybody happy. It's kind of difficult to do. But <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I would say, you know, and this is something that I've talked about quite a bit on the podcast is that if you have this baking fetish, understand that you are part of a community of guys like you and like there's value in this sort of social media friendship. And, mm-hmm. you know, and again, to bring up Frank, um, there were people in the Spanky community that were, you know, when he told us what was going on with him, a lot of us, you know, circled around and made sure like when he called me, we had this an hour long conversation of preparation. And I have friends, you know, who are I have friends who are pilots who would, you know, in, in this baking scene who are able to go and even in this lockdown period to go to Vegas and check in on him. So he had people looking out for him within this baking scene. Fortunately, he also had family members who were there, but I bring it up because you don't have to feel like that you're alone if you have right. a fetish. And it is it is a it is a thing that happens. It is a thing that you can definitely slip into, not just a spanky fetish, but any sort of BDSM fetish. Um, the the smaller the community you're in, the more isolating it is and, and you know, the more you can feel like you're on your own, especially now. Um, so this is a place where you can feel like you know, I go on this page like, oh, look at all these people who are here right now, just, you know, posting hot pictures and talking to each other. You know, and it's not just about finding guys for spankings, but it is about being part of a spanking community. It is. And, and that was the vision, um, a community, basically. That was the entire vision. I, I think we've achieved it. <laughs> it's <laughs> taken us a while, but I think we got there in the end. Yeah. So. So if you're out there and you have not heard of selfspaking.com and you're looking for, you know, you're looking for a way to be social with a speaking community and not just looking for guys to hook up with, uh, particularly now in this time frame, this is a very good excuse to go join selfspaking. And we look forward to you joining. (laughs) Yep. And so with that, uh, let's transition to our fantasy life of spanking, uh, because I love when I have a guest on who is living out uh, a common spanking fantasy. And after chatting you with you for a while, I discover that you are. And um, so domestic discipline fantasies, of course, are very common in both, you know, in the, the gay and with dudes, with lady, with all across the spanking spectrum of being in a relationship where spanking is part of it. And you are uh, in that sort of relationship, right? I am. Yes. Yes. So this part of it is a fantasy that a lot of people have that, that don't always get to live out. And so um, I wanted to talk about that. You have a weekly review and this is a fantasy. A lot of speaking bottoms have uh, have of, of having to go and meet with their top, whether, you know, their daddy, their partner, um, their, you know, their master, their, their dom, however they want to refer to it and having to, and being held accountable for 
the the stuff that you've done in the previous week and getting a spanking. So that is what's going. That's you right now, right? Correct. And it would have started 27 minutes ago. <laughs> right now, he's not here just now. So yeah. Good. So so you're you're married. Um, yeah. Your your partner is um, not with you right now. He is he is overseas, and so so you're you're not getting your weekly reviews. But normally every Sunday at noon you have a weekly review. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, I think the first thing they say is that it's not for everybody. Okay, this is it, and obviously um, fantasy and fiction are different. And quite often you'll find that the, the fiction is very different from the fantasy. Um, I just want to say that right now. Uh, but it can be a very rewarding situation. Um, it's also kind of a building block, sort of a foundation of the relationship that we have. Right. So you were having this kind of fantasy long before you actually were in this relationship. Exactly so. Exactly so. I was. And um, we took it and we incorporated into a relationship. And if I was being honest, I would say it's probably for us now more of a lifestyle choice, um, you know, uh, rather than fantasy or, or whatever. It, for us, anyway, it's a lifestyle choice. And that isn't going to be the same for everybody. Right. For other guys, it might just be let's act out the fantasy, um, you know, and that's great. Have some fun with it. It, it really does depend on the dynamics of your relationship. Um, our relationship, we have it as a lifestyle. Yeah. And um, it can be difficult to explain. You know, a lot of people say, what's a review session? It's a maintenance spanking. Actually, it's not. <laughs> right, yeah. So it's not a maintenance spanking. You are, your partner is going over the, the things you've done in the previous week. So, so talk a little bit about what that experience is like for you. Okay, so we have rules and we have boundaries, and um, I'm held accountable for those. Um, so, as an example, house rules. It's basically straightforward. You do your chores, whatever you have to do um, for the house. So, to put that in perspective, the last time I was spanked for that would be two years ago. So, that's not a big issue. Okay, that's something that's in every normal relationship. But if I did screw it up, I would get spanked for it. Mm -hmm. then we move on from there and we have the boundaries those are the things I'll get spanked for um, and quite a serious one um, boundaries are things that are there to promote your well-being and mm -hmm. are there to promote your health for example and you're focused on goals and achievements there if you fail a goal fail an achievement this is the motivation to get you back on track right um, and it can you know, it could be work-related, whatever it happens to be. That is one of the, the things that are spankable offences. Um, the next one up from that is the third category, which we call just discipline, technically. And that's within the context of the relationship where we have, again, everybody's different, but we have obedience in there um, and various other things. And if you break one of those, then that's a spankable offence as well. So you have certain dynamics, and those dynamics change. So, so how, how intense are these spankings? What's the kind of range on these? Okay, so they'll range from a hand spanking all the way through to the hairbrush. Um, 
that's probably the worst I get because I hate the hairbrush with a vengeance. <laughs> hairbrushes, hairbrushes are a serious business. Oh my god! Uh, you know, guys, if you have a fantasy about hairbrush and you've never been spanked before ever, don't start with the hairbrush. Start <laughs> the hand. Because let me tell you, in the hands of a top that knows what he's doing, you will find it very difficult. <laughs> yep, yeah, that is definitely, hairbrushes are definitely a way to get a boy's attention. Oh, so, wow. yeah, so so a lot of people fantasize about, of course, regularly occurring spankings that they can't control. And I certainly, I do, the bottom side of me does. But the bottom, since I'm not into the, the, that kind of thing, for me, it's just, you know, this this bully boyfriend who, who spanks me because he wants to. Um, and, you know, and he's coming up with excuses, not like a legit. Well, there might be legit reasons, but he's just using it as an excuse. But for you, I mean, it is very much a feeling like um, the fantasy is very much that you um, are being held accountable. And it is. Um... It's also about a lot of communication. Mm. Um, the session will last anything from an hour to two hours. Okay. And the reason for that is we talk a lot. Mm. We talk about achievements. We talk, talk about, uh, you know, things we can improve on. Um, maybe things that we want to put on the table for review and possibly things we want to take off the table for review, for reviews. So it's a really good communication opportunity. And I think that if, you know, everybody should do that, in my opinion. I'm not saying have to spank each, get spanked, but certainly have a day or a couple hours each week if you're in a relationship where you just talk about the relationship. Talk about, you know, you're looking to improve on or, or bring or change. I think it's a very healthy thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, in our situation, it's like there's one person in charge of the discipline. And that's, you know... That's what happens. Rather than just talking, there's action and there's consequences. Right. <laughs> um, which um, evolves around my beer backside. But that's, that's <laughs> the way we do it. Um, and it's quite an intense, it's, a, it's an intense time. And it's very, very intimate as well. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Very yeah. intimate. So it's interesting you talk about um, the difference between fantasy versus reality here and you talking about like putting things on the table and taking things off the table. And so for a lot of bottoms, you know, when they're just thinking about this fantasy of, of like having the daddy that spanks, you know, tells them what they've been wrong and, and spanks them every week. The fantasy is about giving up complete control. But the reality is a little bit more complicated because there's also a relationship here that you want to be positive and um and two-sided you know the relationship itself is two-sided you're submitting to the spankings as part of the relationship but there is this component where you're deciding you are playing a role in deciding um what kind of goals and things are going to play a role in in your spankings right absolutely um and i for ben for trying to think of the words here i guess the best way to explain it is that i give my top my dad the power to spank me he has that power because i gave it to him um it is part of our lifestyle as well but we discuss things normally absolutely yeah. you know the decision isn't always his to make we will discuss things that are important to us and quite often it will be my choice that goes ahead and not necessarily his but when it comes down to things that affect a relationship, um, 
you know, let's take an example, say bad communication. So um, I went out. I'm supposed to, I told him I'm coming home at nine o'clock. I don't show up till after midnight. And he's sitting up all worried. And that was a stupid thing, lack of communication. I simply forgot. But that's, I'm going to get spanked for that. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I broke a rule. And part of a rule is always to communicate with each other and tell each other what we're doing so that we know each other safe. And you have to, you have to have someone in charge of the discipline aspect. And that's him rather than me. <laughs> yeah. But if you made a decision, like I, you know, these rules, like there's a rule that isn't working for you. You know, there would be a discussion of that. And exactly. it's not just you have to accept these rules because he's the daddy. No, I mean, every rule is um, discussed and agreed on in advance. Um, and, and sometimes we take some rules off as well um, if we don't think they're working or they're right. not having an effect. Um, and, and that tends to work very well for us. What doesn't work, just in case you're wondering, is I can't wait until Sunday and decide, hey, we should take that off the table. And <laughs> get spanked. I could take it off the table after I've been spanked, and then for the next week it won't be on the table. <laughs> so it's not a get out of jail free card in 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 any sense at all. Um, but there are times, and this is me being honest, that I genuinely don't feel I deserve it or want it. And that was going to be my next question because you, when when your husband's there, you are spanked every Sunday. You are spanked. So Correct. there had to have been there has to be a Sunday where you're like, I'm not in the mood for this. Do you still get spanked? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I have tried to get out of it. It doesn't work. Uh, one, one of the things that we agreed on a long time ago was that when it's when it's spanking time, it's spanking time. And there's no getting out of it unless I'm genuinely ill. Right. You know, that is. Genuinely yeah. Ill. That is a big fantasy. So, so I've, I've mentioned the podcast. Like, I'm, I'm a switch on the scene. I love spanking guys. Love being spanked. But I'm looking for a top as a partner, and that will be one of my, one the fantasy that I want to try and make real, which is that when it's spanking time, I, you know, I, I, I get spanked. You know, whatever terms we set up, regardless of, I, I might not be feeling it, but there's a part of me that wants, you know, to make sure that the partner is the one who's, because that's the fantasy, that the partner has a lot of control over the spankings. Yeah, uh, I think you're right there. Um, you, you're getting, <laughs> the fantasy side of it is, is let's give up control here mm -hmm. and, um, let's get spanked and just feel like we didn't want it, but we do want it. It's a kind of a, a yeah. very emotional thing. Um, so what happens? Yeah, so what does it feel like then? So, so for, since, since a lot of people who are into spanking, you know, we, we get into the mood for spanking and we go out and get spanking. A lot of people who aren't in domestic discipline relationships aren't really in this position where they have to worry about like, well, what if I'm not in the mood to get spent suddenly? So what does it feel like when you're really not in the mood and you have to take your spanking anyway? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, there's things that you can try or you can hint that you're not maybe in the mood for it, mm -hmm. but um, that doesn't really work out too well. Um, you've agreed to it. Your feelings at that point are one of resignation, but also one of excitement, believe it or not. It does give you that excitement because you have to feel, oh, I really don't feel like this. 
then at the same time you go, oh god, it's getting close to noon, you know, and then you feel the butterflies going in your stomach, <laughs> and then you, you you end up getting ready anyway, and and by the time that you're ready, um, you're fine. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard to explain. Sometimes it's like you don't want to go to the supermarket, for example. You just right. don't feel like going. But when you get there, you're fine. You know, you get there and you find stuff and you do what you got to do. Um, I know that sounds like a boring um, <laughs> description there, but it's kind of a like that. The only other time when I really, really, really don't want to be spanked on a Sunday is when I know I've really, really screwed up. <laughs> and, I know, and I really know I'm getting the brush because there are certain things that I'm definitely going to get the brush for. And that, I hate the hairbrush. I just hate it, hate it, hate it. It just stings so bad. <laughs> yeah, really that bad. is a, a long-standing fantasy of mine in a relationship is 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 getting spanked when I'm genuinely not in the mood to get spanked, but the top is very much in the mood to want to spank me. Um, so a kind of a little bit different than yours because it's very much about holding you accountable, but I am very kind of curious about what that actually feels like. Yeah, I mean, you, you do feel a little bit um, worried. Let's be honest, if you're going to feel the hairbrush, you're going to be worried. Um, you're going to feel excited at the same time, and you're going to feel a dread. It's, it's all three there. There's going to be all these emotions going through your head. And the worst part of it is knowing it's happened at a specific time. Right. So, you know, you're sitting there at 9.30 in the morning going, oh, I really don't want to get spanked today. I know I'm going to get the hairbrush. <laughs> what's I, what's the worst? What's the worst spanking you've gotten? What's I mean? What's something that really gets you the hairbrush? Uh, if I tell a fib, <laughs> oh, you I don't tell call a it, fib. I, I don't call it fibbing or lying. I call it misremembering. But <laughs> apparently, apparently, um, um, it's called lying by omission. According to my <laughs> my hobby, he doesn't like lying by omission. Um, and that's always guaranteed um, to get me the hairbrush. Yeah, and so is... these are lies that you tell because you know you'll get a spanking for them. And so you get caught, and therefore you get the hairbrush, whereas if you had just told him the truth, it would have just been a hand spanking. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I'll try and get out of certain things, and I won't necessarily – I call well, I call it misremembering – it's not owning up, I guess, mm. the, the truth behind that. Um, the worst one I got, and I'll be honest here, and I had to think about this, guys, it just came back to me, happened around about two years ago, mm -hmm. and I caught speeding. And that's a no, 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 big drill. No gets, no getting stopped by the cops for any reason. Oh, and, okay. I was doing 88 miles an hour in a 40 zone. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, it was stupid and irresponsible. It was late at night. I was coming home from work. There was no cars on the road. Not an excuse. I admit that. But I had to do traffic school, and I was lucky. Um, it wasn't criminal speeding, but the, the, the cop was real nice because I just put my hand up and admitted it. But having to hand that ticket over to my hobby just didn't go down too well at all. No. Um, especially the $320 it cost me to do traffic school. So that actually I got the hairbrush four weeks in succession for. Oh. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was a pretty intense time for me. And each and every one I totally dreaded because those were real punishment spankings. There was no messing with that. Um, And I didn't want any of those. Um, The same time, you know, you broke a rule. You know, you screwed up. Uh, I could have injured someone on the road or myself. I get it. Um, So you have that responsibility side of it. And then you've got the financial side of it as well. There was all sorts of things I messed up with that. But I haven't done it again. So there's something. <laughs> I drive like Miss Daisy now. So if I'm on the road in Phoenix and you see this guy just going five miles below the speed limit, that's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that that's intense. But, yeah, that, that would be a time when I really, really didn't want it. Um, there's just no, you know, you just don't want that. But you get it. At the same time, after it, you do feel, yeah, okay, my ass is on fire. But, you know, I got what I deserved. And, and, yeah. and more importantly, I got what I needed because I did need it. And I had, as a result, I didn't do it again. So there you go. <laughs> so if someone out there has this this fantasy um, and they think about they think about this idea of being in this kind of relationship someday, what kind of advice would you give them? <laughs> I would say if you find the right person, first of all, um, you you have to be safe. And you're going to be given an awful lot of trust to this individual. And that's especially true because we don't use safe words. And I'm guessing that anybody else that, you know, wants to try domestic discipline also won't want safe words. Um, Again, you might be different. Maybe you do. You might start off with them. I don't know. But you need to have the trust there. Um, And you also have to have what I call truth, be able to be honest with one another. Um, and the third component, and depending on how far the relationship goes, you have truth, trust, and love. It just depends on and where that one pegs out. But if you end up with all three elements, you've, you've got it. Um, but starting out, be sane, be safe. Start out, you know, smaller sessions, but more frequent. So rather than just like I have my weekly session that can last a couple of hours, you might have three 20-minute sessions with your top. Try and limit it. You know, bring in some general rules or boundaries, just very basic ones to start with. And you'll probably break them on purpose to get spanked in the beginning. <laughs> okay? Because you'll want to test the limits and you'll want to find out what it's like. Um, stick to hand only for a bit. Um, probably you, you want to bond as well when you're doing this. So, Perhaps keep to over the knee only um, before you do any other positions or use any other implements. And do that over a period of weeks or months or whatever is working for you. And then reevaluate at least once a week. Reevaluate um, your goals, your priorities. And the both of you have to do that. It's not a one way street. You have as much input as your top or dad does. And take it from there, guys. But play it safe. You know, this is not a brutal thing. It's a very nice, nurturing um, thing. You know, a lot of people think, well, that's just mean, you know. It's not. It's very nurturing. It can be one of the best kind of relationships you'll ever have and one of the most satisfying. That's basically what I can say. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's great. It's, it's, it's great to hear that, that uh, having a relationship like that works uh, works out and the and also but the amount of work 
that's involved with making that fantasy a real thing. And and it's got, and again, guys, you know, fiction is quite often stranger uh, than the fantasy. I have a think about that one, but it can be. And and really, it's what you make it. Um, if the two of you are a great fit and compatible, go for it, man. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have a heck of a time. But you know, a, a, a domestic discipline relationship can be so rewarding. It really can. You you'll have the bad points where, like I said, you really don't want that spanking. But hey, once those pants come down, you're getting it. Yeah, and then you'll have times where it's just fantastic. And the one thing I would say is that even after I've had like that time for speeding, as I said, and I got the brush those four weeks, each and every time I went to bed and I got up, I felt amazing after it. So you can take from that what you will, but yeah. it's just an amazing euphoric feeling the next day. I just felt absolutely wonderful afterwards. Maybe it's guilt cleanse and plus I needed to be spanked anyway and deserved the, the combination of emotions. Um and the physical um so i think it all you know comes together like a little package and uh yeah it, it's pretty cool great um, <laughs> i hope that made sense oh yes absolutely absolutely so um with that we will wrap up this episode of uh dude spanky dude so you were also active on south spanking so um how can people uh find you on there Okay, so there's a few Jameses on there, but there's only one James AZ for Arizona, and that is me. And um, you can send me a message um, within the site. Um, you can post on my blog or even on the feed, whatever you like. Um, the one thing I would say is there's a lot of times I won't be on the site because I'm working on the back end or on the server. Or sometimes I have fun and I don't even go on the computer for a few hours. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> You know, but if you do send me a message, I will get back to you. Just it might not be immediately. It might be several hours or even a day later. But just so as you know. (laughs) Okay. And as always, um, if anyone wants to reach me or have any questions for me or anything that you'd love to recommend that we talk about on the podcast, um, I could be reached uh, on Spank This as Red SPK Scott or Hotbot Scott. Um, and most other places on Scruff, on um, on Recon, on WAPS, um, and even now on South Spanking, uh, I am there as Red Spank Scott, um, and then in a couple of other places as Hotbot Scott. Um, and sort of, and the Red Spank Scott is kind of my my default, but also more top rated. Hotbot Scott is pure bottom. Uh, if you wanna if you wanna threaten to beat my ass. Uh, <laughs> Send it to Hotbot Scott. Um, so uh, with that, once again, thank you, uh, James, for being on the podcast. And uh, everyone out there, uh, play safely. Oh, it's been a year. Um, we do not have updates on events for next year. Everything is still very much up in the air. So stay tuned. I'll have more for the podcast once we figure out when we're going to be able to go out there and start specking each other again. So (laughs) uh, have a good day, everyone. Yep. Bye everybody.